Happy Kansas Day! It's Monday, January 29th. I'm Heath Cummings. Here with Mike McClure, this is the Sportsline DFS Podcast, and Mike always has some good nuggets for me to prepare for the slate. Mike tells me that tonight's six-game slate falls on Kansas Day. It does. It's one of the greatest days of the year for someone like myself who is from Kansas, and I am pretty excited for this. Not all, I mean, I know we're talking NBA here, but I'm pretty pumped for KUK State tonight. Do you have a prediction on that game? Uh, it's in in Manhattan or in Lawrence? In Manhattan. So Kansas has only won there like 24 of the last 26 years. Okay. All right. Um, I guess I would say that Kansas wins by eight. Okay. I'll take Kansas State plus eight for any amount of money you want. Just for I'm fun. sure you would. I'm sure you would. Um, I, I just have to win enough money on tonight's slate to where it doesn't matter if I lose that bet. And it is a really weird six game slate. There is essentially, in my opinion, one stud on this slate, Giannis Antetokounmpo at 11,600 on FanDuel. The second highest play, priced player on FanDuel is Dwight Howard. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm probably not going to play Dwight Howard. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It's a weird slate. Um, only two players at 10,000 and above. Uh, I, I call some of these other guys studs, but they're not priced like the studs. So right. it's fair to say Giannis is the only stud on the slate. Yeah, and I don't know, coming up with a must-play, you just said you're not going to play Dwight Howard. I understand why not. But my must-play, I, I kind of feel like at the center position, on FanDuel, I'm going to play Carl Anthony Towns. On DraftKings, I'm going to play Dwight Howard. And the reason I say that, we have the two worst teams in the league against centers going tonight, the Hawks and the Pacers. And they're not just the two worst teams in the league. In terms of FanDuel points allowed to the position, they're giving up two more points than any other team. They're giving up five more points than any team on this slate. The Hawks and the Pacers cannot defend centers. Towns and Howard both going very well right now. Towns a better deal on FanDuel, where Howard's the second most expensive player on the slate. But over on DraftKings, Howard just 9,100, cheaper than both Embiid and Towns and several other players. Yeah, I agree with you completely there. If you're playing Dwight Howard, it's definitely going to be on DraftKings. I don't see any scenario you can get to him on FanDuel tonight. Uh, I like Carl Anthony Towns a lot, like I do most slates. Uh, I do think that he might be a better play on DraftKings for me currently, only because I think that we're going to have a nice value spot with Greg Monroe. Uh, you know, we'll get to some of that news here in a minute probably, right. but it looks like Phoenix is going to be pretty thin tonight. I know they're playing down in pace against a pretty good Defensive unit, uh, you know, I call it a defensive unit. Mark Gasol is the defensive unit. Yes. I think so. that should be his new nickname, the defensive unit. I like it. I think that you could sell shirts that say the defensive unit on them, maybe with just a silhouette of Gasol. And uh, that would be very popular. Who is your must play of the night? Must play of the day, sticking with Kansas Day theme. We're going to go with Mario Chalmers. Uh, very cheap tonight. He's 3600 on FanDuel. And I just really think that because he's played so well in his recent games, he's just going to be so chalky that you really don't want to fade him at this price, especially if Tyreek Evans sits again, who is also questionable for this game. Uh, you know, Memphis, you know, I talked about the Phoenix side. They're going to be playing uh, down in pace, but Memphis is playing up in pace with the largest pace differential on the slate. So give me Mario Chalmers. And once you do that, you can really lock in someone like Giannis. So, yeah, 
Mario Chalmers, my must play. Now, I do have a question about that, though. If we find out that Tyreek Evans is going to come back, do you have any, are you still playing Mario Chalmers everywhere? Not everywhere. So one thing I like to do, and I think it's a, a good piece of advice for the listeners, even if you're not someone that's playing on both FanDuel and DraftKings, you always want to look and compare the pricing from site to site. And, and Mario Chalmers is a guy where, you know, DraftKings is typically a little more aggressive with the pricing, and he's priced up to 4700 on DraftKings, uh, which tells you two things. One, it's pro- you know, obviously not as attractive on that site, but two, that's closer to where his true value should be. So when you see him $1,100 cheaper on FanDuel, you know that he's near must-play status over there because of that extreme discount you're getting. So if Tyreek Evans is ruled in 100%, I will still play Mario Chalmers on FanDuel. I will fade him on DraftKings. Okay, I've got something fun for you here. And uh, it definitely fits with the theme of the night. What we've got is a Kansas Day lineup. Before Ooh. we get started with our stay away, before we go to anything else, uh, if you'll remember, the revenge game lineup didn't necessarily perform great because of Ryan Anderson on Friday night, but gave us a lot of really good plays. Yes, it did. Here is a FanDuel lineup, not all Kansas players, because that would be ridiculous, but you put Mario Chalmers at point guard. He's the only Kansas Jayhawk at point guard that you might consider playing with Eric Bledsoe, who I really like a lot tonight. More on that later. Andrew Wiggins and possibly if Finn Mecklemore's out, Wayne Selden. If Macklemore yep. returns, you can play Macklemore because they're both Kansas guys. Memphis loves their Kansas guys. You can play Giannis because he's Giannis, along with Josh Jackson as kind of contrarian $4,600 play at small forward. Marcus Morris and then Ben Simmons at power forward. And, of course, Joel Embiid at center. I love it. That's uh, It's actually a very realistic, very competitive lineup tonight. And, you know, you said Josh Jackson contrarian play. You know, if... if you know, we'll get to the news there, but we know Devin Booker's also questionable here tonight. If he sits, Phoenix has got some other guys that are banged up. It's not unrealistic to play Josh Jackson tonight. I like it. I like it a lot. Do you have a stay away of the day? Uh, my stay away of the day for now is actually going to be your center in the Kansas lineup, Joel Embiid. Uh, it's not a horrible matchup, but it's not a great matchup with Milwaukee, in my opinion. But really, it's his first day, uh, you know, first game as in a back-to-back this season. Uh, so I'm a little worried there, and really it's just the center position is pretty loaded. Uh, you know, you've got Dwight Howard, Carl Anthony Towns, Nikola Jokic, all those guys that I could see. You know, I have more interest in playing all those. And then you drop a little lower, Hassan Whiteside, Marcus Gasol, who's playing up in pace. I just, I, I'm not going to play Joel Embiid tonight. I'm actually staying away from Jokic, another center, wow. at 9,700 with the matchup against Al Horford. I just don't think with Towns and Howard having such great matchups, and then the value that you talked about before below him, and then Al Horford in the same game for twenty six hundred dollars less. I, I'm not. I don't have any interest in playing Jokic, especially, especially on Fanduel. Okay, I agree with you a hundred percent on Fanduel. On DraftKings, I will have at least one Jokic share, and here's why: he's not going to have a huge like twenty twenty game, but it would not shock me at all if he had. 11 points, 10 rebounds, 9 or 10 assists. If he can flirt with that triple-double, just knowing the way DraftKings awards the bonus points there, right. and knowing that he's only 8,600 over there, I don't hate Jokic on DraftKings. I think he makes an interesting play that's going to have a little lower ownership because of the matchup and you know the slate and the depth at the position. So I'm 100% on board on fading on FanDuel. think he's okay on DraftKings. Let's get into the news here. We've got Devin Booker and Alex Lynn, both questionable. 
Tyson Chandler, because it's a back-to-back, you have listed as doubtful for tonight. If Lynn and Chandler are both out, then there's no question the autoplay replacing both the centers I talked about, Greg Monroe. Yes, Greg Monroe is definitely going to become the autoplay if both of those guys are out. Uh, I'm pretty comfortable saying Tyson Chandler will not play. Alex Lynn, it's a real kind of a wild card for me, but say Alex Lynn plays and, and Devin Booker is out, uh, I still think that there's enough usage to go around. He's going to play minutes if Tyson Chandler's out no matter what. Um, so it's a scenario where right now I'm not locking him in at center, but I'm kind of looking to get him in on DraftKings knowing that I have the positional flexibility anyway. Uh, so yeah, Greg Monroe is, is definitely the situation to keep the eye on here this afternoon. Okay, we've got for the Grizzlies, Tyreek Evans, Deontay Davis, both questionable. Jamichael Green, Chandler Parsons, James Ennis all out. Uh, if Tyreek is out, then it's very easy. You just plug Mario Chalmers in everywhere and don't worry about getting burnt by fading him. If Evans comes back, I actually like him quite a bit. Yeah. No, if up, Evans comes back, this is a, yes, this is a spot where he should excel. Uh, def- defensive efficiency is horrible for the Suns. The pace of play is great. Uh, you know, the slate is, uh, especially if Booker's out too, just one less option at the position. So, yeah, Tyreek Evans is 100% cleared to play. We get news, you know, several hours before the game time. He's someone that I will be targeting. Looks like Malcolm Brogdon still questionable. We've got an actual update on him, and we just may not know until game time for Brogdon. It's a great matchup for the Bucks guards. If Brogdon is out, I'm going to like both Bledsoe and Middleton just a little bit more because I think you have to pump up their minutes another minute or two. Or at the very least, you're going to get a little more usage. Yes. So going into the show today, if it wasn't the Kansas day, uh, you know, I liked uh, Mario Chalmers a lot, but if it wasn't Kansas day, Chris Middleton was almost my must play of the day, knowing what we know. If we get a situation where Tyreek Evans and Devin Booker are both out, I'm probably going to play Chris Middleton just because he's that, that guy, you know, shooting guard becomes a lot less deep if uh, those two guys are out. Right. Uh, you know, there's value guys that everyone's going to pivot to, but I, I'm very interested in Chris Middleton if those guys are out. I think he's a very fair price on both sites uh, just because he has one of the highest floors on the slate. I mean, you know you're going to get your 35 fantasy points there. Right. J.J. Barea has been ruled out. Devin Harris still questionable. If both of these guys are out, you have any interest in Yogi? Absolutely. Um, so Yogi is a situation you're going to want to pay attention to in addition to Mario Chalmers and Memphis because that's kind of the, where the value is going to be at point guard tonight. Um, if you, you look over on FanDuel, there's a little bit of a gap, but on DraftKings, they're only $200 apart. I uh, don't love the pace of play in the over-under than this game for, for Dallas, but no. it's hard to argue with the minutes that Yogi would see. Uh, now, I will mention Devin Harris did go through shoot-around, but does still remain questionable, so I, I do think it's truly a 50-50 call at this point. Uh, but yeah, so watch the news on Yogi and Chalmers, and those are your two value point guards tonight. Uh, Wilson Chandler also downgraded to questionable with a migraine. So I, I, I think that situation is kind of odd. We had the Jamal Murray benching over the weekend. I mean, he still played a lot, but didn't start. We expect him to start again. They've got a pretty short rotation. Will Barton is playing a ton of minutes and doing absolutely nothing with them. Uh, I, you have to figure he's going to break out of that at some point, though. Uh, yeah, he's definitely going to break out of it at some point. He's someone that I almost always have some exposure to. Uh, I, I do like both Barton and Gary Harris tonight a little bit just because when you remove Marcus Smart defensively from Boston, I, they do take a little bit of a hit. Uh, oh, yeah. They are on the road playing at altitude in Denver. Uh, so I, I don't, I'm not ready to say Boston's, you know, uh, they're a great team, but I don't think that 
this not you know this individual spot on this slate i don't think it's a situation where i'm just avoiding the guards because of boston's defense i completely agree uh and then finally terry rozier now questionable we've already got marcus smart out for the celtics if rozier's out as well i'm gonna have a heavy dose of shane larkin yep shane that's another one we just need to talk about there as the news is coming in because there's a there's just a ton of depth at point guard and a lot of value now uh rozier is not participating in shoot around and it's truly a 50-50 call at this point. Uh, I, you know, when you don't go to shoot around, but they say you're a 50-50 call, I tend to think that, that means you're not actually a 50-50 call. I think it's probably closer to 40-60 that you play. Right. Uh, the issue here is this is the last game of the night, and we may or may not know before lock if it truly is a game time decision. Uh, so that's something to uh, to keep in mind. Uh, one thing that I would recommend doing here, if we don't get news. I would consider playing Shane Larkin anyway. He played 15 minutes in the most recent game, played 23 before that. I think it's safe to say he's going to play 20 minutes here. 20 minutes of Shane Larkin isn't a bad gamble knowing that the entire field's probably going to play Mario Chalmers. So if you're playing a tournament, I don't mind pivoting to Larkin even if you don't get that news. So we've already talked about the depth at point guard. A couple notes I had on positional depth, and just if you agree, we'll just move on. Shooting guard is questionable, like all of them are questionable. Power forward is gross. And center is way too deep. Yes, center is way too deep. Power forward is also uh, very, very gross. Um, yeah, not I, not a lot to love at power forward tonight. We'll move on to the sports line odds page. Minnesota Timberwolves six-point favorites over the Atlanta Hawks on the road, 214.5 over under. Minnesota very good against wings because of Jimmy Butler and a little bit because of Andrew Wiggins. Atlanta by far the worst team in the league against centers. Carl Anthony Towns is your favorite expensive center, at least, right? Absolutely. And then nobody's going to play Wiggins with Butler back, I would assume. Right. It is Kansas Day. It is. Are you going to have any Wiggins tonight? Uh, maybe. It really, really, really depends on what happens with Devin Booker and Tyreek Evans. Um, if both of those guys are out, yes, there's a chance I have some Andrew Wiggins. Um, if one of them plays, probably not. Right. Uh, but... Yeah, I think that uh, I think Wiggins is a uh, a sneaky tournament play. Um, so I, I like the idea of pairing Andrew Wiggins and Will Barton together in tournaments tonight. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Um, I honestly, I mean, I know it's a little early in the show to do it, but you want to nominate Wiggins for the tournament play of the day on a shooting guard position. I think I think Andrew Wiggins could make the all tournament team. He's he's got a uh, he's penciled in right now. We'll say to all tournament okay. team. Uh, we've got Jimmy Butler ninety four hundred in his first game back. There's obviously no concerns because he scored. He played thirty five minutes. He's twenty two hundred less than Giannis on Fanduel. I would assume that Giannis's ownership is still going to be higher. Yes, it will be. And so, do you like Jimmy Butler with Giannis or as a st- kind of a fade of Giannis, or what do you think? Um, it really depends on the news that we get out of the Phoenix situation, uh, especially with the center. Uh, I think if you have a spot where if Greg Monroe becomes the auto lock of the day, then I think that it makes a lot of sense to just pay up for Giannis and Butler both. Okay. Um, if not, I think you have to make a decision and that's where it also comes into If you're going to fade Giannis, I think that, and play Butler, I think then you're kind of forcing your hand to play Middleton at shooting guard. Um, so in, in short, I like both of these players a lot, and I'm going to be doing whatever I can to get both of them in my lineup, uh, as I do think that they have some of the highest upside and, frankly, the highest floor of any player on the slate tonight. 
I have a challenge for you. Okay. Tell me someone on the Hawks you're considering playing that is not named Bazemore. Uh, Dennis Schroeder. Okay. I think that he could be one of my nominees for the all-tournament team at point guard. Uh, this is a little bit of a revenge game for him in the sense that he's facing the guy who he took his job. You know, he took Jeff Teague's job. So okay. it, it's a it's a spot where I could see him getting up. Wouldn't for that make it a Jeff bit. Teague revenge game? Oh, it absolutely is a Jeff Teague revenge game. And I uh, I do like Jeff Teague on the other side of things. But okay. uh, so Dennis Schroeder here, he his minutes have not been very consistent recently. Uh, he's coming off two very poor games where he hasn't even scored uh, 20 fantasy points. But this is a spot where I think that he could play bigger minutes. I think that nobody's going to own him at 7,300. And if you look at game logs and have watched him play, you know that he can put up 45 to 50 fantasy points any given night when, when things are clicking. So right. I think he's a good tournament play. I think it is kind of a game that he's going to get up for knowing that he took Jeff Teague's job and it's back in Atlanta. I, th- that makes sense. I also kind of like Torian Prince just a little bit. If you're looking for a cheaper option at small forward, he's 4,800, 31 minutes in each of his last two games. It's a tournament only play. You're not playing him in cash, but I, I like Prince's value as well. Yeah, I think it's a great value play. I think he's not going to be owned very highly at all. So I definitely think that that's an interesting play. Next, we've got Charlotte at Indiana. Pacers three-point favorites with an over-under of 214. The Pacers, the other team on this slate, just absolutely awful against center. They're not very good against power forwards either. You don't really seem to have much interest in Dwight on FanDuel. He's 10100 the second most expensive player on the slate. I think most people are going to feel the same way as you. I don't, yeah, I don't think a lot of people will play him. No, I don't think he'll be owned really at all. Uh, so to that point, if you really like Dwight Howard tonight, do not let me talk you out of Dwight Howard. Uh, because anytime you can get a guy that you, if, if you like him, you obviously haven't projected as one of the top three overall scorers tonight. Right. So if that is truly where he's at for you, absolutely go play him because this is a spot where you're going to get a guy you have projected as top three at maybe 10% ownership on a, only a six game slate. And so the, the, like his play as of late, one game in the last seven with less than 49 FanDuel points. No, it's he gives you very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is. Playing really well right now, has an outstanding matchup. Miles Turner still coming back from injury and hasn't done much to stop opposing centers when he's been healthy. Anyway, so who, I, I know you're not really feeling that play though. Is there anybody in this game you're really excited about playing? Um, no, not really. Uh, I think that, you know, Victor Oladipo has some upside. The guy that I would love to figure out is Lance Stevenson. Yeah. Uh, you know, we liked him against the Cavs and LeBron matchup got kind of shortchanged on the minutes. And then next game out, he plays 30 minutes, puts up 40 fantasy points. Uh, I think he's got upside here in this spot. Uh, I don't think he's really going to be used at all. As so he's game. the guy. Yeah, exactly. So that that's kind of uh where I'm at there with Lance. I'd love to know what's going on. I, I don't think I can get there at this point in the day. But, you know, I, I think he's a tournament play you should consider. I think Nick Batum's too cheap. He is. He's definitely too cheap. I want the old, old Nick Batum that was like a legit triple-double threat, but right. uh, that he doesn't, doesn't exist anymore. Exist. Yeah, so, um, but he, you're right. He, that, that's factored into his price at 5,500. Uh, I'd just like to see a few less of the 16, 19, 12 fantasy point games and a few more of the 43 fantasy point games before I'm ready to jump back on board. Well, but, then he won't be 5,500 anymore. You're, you're right. I know. I understand that. <laughs> and I know what we're, we're, we're projecting when this is going to happen. Um, I would like to think that it 
could happen soon, but I don't know that I think that this is the matchup for it. Philadelphia 76ers, second night a road back-to-back. Joel Embiid going to play the first back-to-back of his career, right? I know his first one of this season. I think I think the first of his career. Yeah, I believe this is career game number one on the back-to-back. Bucks are three and a half point favorites with a 211 over under. Philadelphia has been absolutely awful against guards. So we have this kind of strange situation where I don't really think it makes a lot of sense to play Giannis, Eric Bledsoe, and Chris Middleton all three together. But they are yeah. all in really good spots on this slate. Yeah, they're in fantastic spots. Uh, I, I don't mind playing them all three together. Uh, you know, it's probably not going to be a, the, the ceiling lineup that you want in, in terms of winning the large tournament. Right. I do think it can give you a very high floor if you're looking to cash in a 50-50, win a head-to-head game, something like that. I would not shy away from that strategy at all tonight uh, because I do like Eric Bledsoe, I do like Chris Milton, and I, I love Giannis. I mean, they all three are popping off very well here in my models. So I uh, I, I love Eric Bledsoe. I think he's simply too cheap at 7000 I guess I, what I would say is if you're going to play Bledsoe, Middleton, and Giannis, then find a couple of Sixers and just hope you hit OT. Yeah, I think that that's like, a, a tur- like right. Yeah, no, I think that's a fair strategy. Uh, yeah, it's it's either find some Sixers and hope for OT, or literally just hope you're building the highest possible floor lineup to win a cash game. That, that's okay. kind of what you're doing. Uh, for Philadelphia, when I when I thought that. We might not have Embiid. Uh, I was thinking Sarge was going to be a great play because he's been so good whenever Redick and Embiid have both been off the floor. I still don't necessarily dislike him at 6,700. Yeah, I think that uh, this is a pretty good spot for him. I, th- I mean, I, you know, we mentioned power forward is very weak after his teammate Ben Simmons at 8,500. He is the next most expensive player on the slate at 6,700. Right. Uh, I'm not going to shy away from him because, you know, we just mentioned Embiid is playing back-to-back for the first time in his career. I don't, you know, I wouldn't be at all surprised if he only played 24 minutes in this game. Agreed. Like, I, I, which is why I'm not playing Joel Embiid tonight. There's no interest in Embiid for me. You know, there's nothing been said about a minutes limit here, but I, I really can't imagine that they're just going to let him trot, trot him out there and let him play 35 again. That, that's the way that I feel about it. But again, until they say something, it's, it's hard to feel too confident in that. Is there anybody yeah. else on the Sixers side of this that you like? Um, I had a little interest in TJ McConnell, but it does look like Jared Bayless is very close to returning. Uh, he's still questionable for this game, but I, I, I think that he probably will return. So knowing that, uh, I'm probably not going to play TJ McConnell, but if Bayless is ruled out, I think McConnell then becomes a really nice pivot away from Mario Chalmers or Shane Larkin if we get that news or Yogi Ferrell. So. Uh, just keep an eye on that and know that M- McConnell is probably the guy that you might want to have some exposure to if Bayless doesn't play. Okay, let's move on. Boston at Denver. The Nuggets, one-and-a-half-point favorites, an over-under of 206, which seems low for these yes. two teams. Uh, Denver not been good at all against point guards. Boston's still the best team in the league against the center position, which is why I'm staying away from Jokic. you have any interest in Kyrie in this matchup? I have interest in Kyrie. My problem is the position that he plays. Right. Uh, point guard is just so loaded on FanDuel. At 9000 uh, you know, you're talking about $9,000 Kyrie Irving or $9,400 Jimmy Butler, knowing that there's so much depth at point guard. I think that there's no way you can prioritize Kyrie Irving over Jimmy Butler tonight, is there? No, I mean, I think that 
Kyrie's going to have lower ownership, so I guess in tournaments that's the only only way that I would see doing it. Yeah, yeah, in tournaments it's not a bad strategy, I guess, to differentiate yourself there. Um, and, and it becomes more viable if we get news like Booker's out or something like that, where you could play a Josh Jackson or if you want to take a chance on somebody like Lance at, uh, at small forward, I guess. But uh, so yeah, in short, I like Kyrie Irving. My problem is it's just really tough for me to justify getting him in right now. Okay. Uh, who do you like on the Celtics, if anyone? Uh, I think you have to look at Marcus Morris. Uh, mainly, sure. be- not, uh, I want to say not mainly because of the Kansas Day thing. That, that's just <laughs> a thing that I'm having for fun. I don't actually factor that in. But, he's played very well, has scored at least, you know, he's averaging basically 25 fantasy points a game, kind of since he's really re- returned here. Uh, I think this is a spot, especially if Rozier is out, depending on the way, uh, Denver wants to match up here in this game. I think it's a spot where Marcus Morris is going to play 30 plus minutes again. Uh, like he's, he played 32 against Golden State. And, and I think that that's a, you know, a number where he's probably going to play similar to that tonight. Uh, knowing that power forward is so weak, I think Marcus Morris is one of the best power forward options at this point in the day. He was absolutely locked into my lineup before we ever started talking. So I, I like that a lot. I've got Morris in there already. On the Denver side of things, um, I would assume that we'll see Jamal Murray's ownership pretty low. Yeah. Uh, after not starting in his last game and with how deep the point guard position is, he definitely has seven, eight times upside at his price of 6,500 on FanDuel. Uh, we like Barton. We like Gary Harris just a little bit at shooting guard, but that's going to be determined really by whether Booker or Tyreek Evans play, right? Yeah, it's going to be determined by those two and just a little influence from Wilson Chandler, who we mentioned is questionable. Right. I believe he's missing shoot around with the migraine. Um, I think he's maybe had an issue like this in the past and didn't play. My gut kind of tells me that he may not play in this game, even though the line isn't really indicating that at Denver minus one and a half. But right. I, uh, my, my gut says that he may not play. And I'm just going to say it again because I say it most every show. Al Horford's too cheap. He's 7,100 on FanDuel. And that's, that's just silly. It is silly. Um, so I'll tell you how I'm going to get to an Al Horford lineup would be a situation where Tyreek Evans plays and maybe Devin Booker plays. If that something like that happens, I probably would play Tyreek at shooting guard. I'd probably pair him with Chris Middleton. I'd probably try to get Jimmy Butler in and go a lot more of a balanced lineup as opposed to a Stars and Scrubs lineup where I think that Al Horford would make a ton of sense. Uh, so really, again, just something you got to watch the injury news, head over to Sportsline and get my final lineup when it comes out. But right now, I agree with you 100%. Al Horford is simply too cheap for me. Again, just how the heck do I get him in because of all the other options at the position? I think this next game, despite only having a 205.5 over under and having an eight-point spread, is still pretty interesting with Phoenix at Memphis. Um, we're waiting on the Tyreek Evans news. If he plays, I'm going to have some exposure. If he doesn't, we're going to have all the Mario Chalmers. We're waiting on Devin Booker news. If Booker plays, I don't think I have any interest. Yeah, if Booker plays, the only guy I'm really hardcore interested in still is probably Greg Monroe because I do think that he's just going to have to play some big minutes here. Uh, there's really... One situation, though, I mean, this what you need to be prepared is this if-then statement. You need to know if Devin Booker is ruled out what you're going to do because that changes everything on the Phoenix side of the ball. Right. Uh, so it's something you really, you know, we, we mentioned Tyreek a lot because of Chalmers, but this Devin Booker piece of news is really the most important piece of the news for the entire slate. 
at least in my opinion, because he just he takes so much usage. He plays so many minutes. Uh, and, you know, at a position where there's not really one clear guy that's going to step in for Phoenix, but it really is just going to have a ripple effect across the team. Uh, so I think you really need to to pay attention to that. And the guy that I think, you know, I do you think it's Josh Jackson that you like the most, or do you think it's T.J. Warren that I think? I, extra- I mean, I could see playing both. It's really difficult on FanDuel because if you play both, you're keeping yourself from playing Giannis or Jimmy Butler, and that's not a good strategy. So right. what I probably would do is I'd probably have a, a little bit of each more Warren, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely think Warren is obviously safer. Um, the other guy that I think we could mention is Troy Daniels. I uh, didn't play well in his last game, had a few 20-point fantasy games before that, playing 24, 25, 26 minutes. Uh, I think he'd be in line for 25-plus minutes again if Devin Booker was out. Uh, and then Isaiah Kanana, if you need you know, yet another value point guard. Uh, I don't think that we could completely ignore him at 3,700 in the same matchup against Mario Chalmers. Um, so we've got some we really got... helpful injury news that has come in since we started the show from Phoenix. Oh, Devin yeah? Booker, questionable. Marquise Chris, questionable. Troy Daniels, questionable. Alex Lynn, questionable. Thank you. So that really makes things a lot better. Now we know that all of those guys are questionable. We have 10 questionable players in that game <laughs> between both sides of the ball there. That's uh, pretty incredible. Um, so on the Memphis thing, we've talked about Chalmers. Any interest in Gasol? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that you can't completely discount him, especially if we know that Tyson Chandler is likely not going to play, if Alex Lynn doesn't play, and we know Marquise Chris may not play. Like They're going to be trying to let Greg Monroe and... Dragon Bender, some others. I, I don't know who the heck's going to try and guard Marcus Hall tonight. So right. if Marcus Hall is in that situation, those Phoenix guys are out. If Tyreek Evans also happens to be out, I mean, Marcus Hall, you can put him on triple double watch right now. Right. So okay. yeah, I'm interested in Marcus Hall for sure. Okay. Final game of the night. Miami two point favorites at Dallas with a 197 over under. Convince me to play one player from this game because I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, I think we should have a rule, especially when there's more than four games. If there's a total that is less than 200, like, let's pretend that that game doesn't exist. Especially when there's not really any significant injury news. Right. I so mean, I guess we the mentioned one, it earlier. Yeah, the one Yogi thing Ferrell. would be we might play Yogi Ferrell. Yeah, that's the only, only thing. But, you know, as we just talked about it and worked through these games here, uh, I don't really think it's going to be to your benefit to play Yogi now, because we just talked about Shane Larkin, Isaiah Kanan, um, all these guys, like there's a lot of value at point guard and, you know, Yogi's not a lock in this matchup with Miami. I would really rather save the thousand dollars on one of these value guys. And, you know, it's, you're, you're taking a risk either way. I'd rather let the variance work in my favor with some of these other guys that are just going to get more playing time. Uh, so yeah, I'm probably fading this game completely. New segment. Oops, we forgot. Darren Collison, 5,500, was a monster with 50.9 fan duel points on Friday when we talked about him a lot. 31 in his most recent game. He has been playing very well. He's cheap. He could definitely get into a shootout with Kimba. I like Collison. I like Collison a lot. So I'll tell you where I'll be using Collison will be in that balanced lineup that I was kind of talking about, where I'd maybe use a little Al Horford, place right. you know a lot of those mid-range guys, 
uh, really kind of fade the uber chalk value that it looks like is going to be available. Uh, you know, because in situations like this, we've seen plenty of situations where the $3,700 guy that is uber chalk goes out there and scores 10 fantasy points. And we all are like, okay, we knew this was a very realistic possibility. And, and there's several of those guys there tonight. Right. So if you're playing multiple lineups, I love a balanced lineup. And a balanced lineup at point guard is going to look a lot like Darren Collison, Eric Bledsoe at point guard. Okay, well, we've got some lineups right here. FanDuel, I'm almost done. All right. I'm not sure I need you today, Mike. Mario <laughs> Chalmers and Eric Bledsoe at point guard. Just Chris Middleton so far at shooting guard, so we need one of those. Okay. Giannis and Jimmy Butler at small forward. All right. Marcus Morris at power forward, so we need one of those. Yep. And Greg Monroe at center. And again, with this lineup, we are presuming that Tyson Chandler is out. Right. That is the assumption. So we've got 58.50 to spend on a shooting guard and a power forward. Um, I can find value at either position. So I just want you to tell me who do you really like at those two at those positions that we don't have. Give me one guy that you really want to play. Oh well, I one guy that I I, I have my gut is telling me that I want some Dario Saric exposure tonight. Uh, I like it because I. I'm just not a believer that Joel Embiid's really going to play a bunch of minutes. Uh, we saw Sarge only play 21 last night, which is, you know, got to be concerning for some people. Only 28 before, so we're we're seeing him. His minutes have trended down a little bit. Uh, I don't think that that's much of a concern. I think he's going to play some bigger minutes tonight. So I think that you know if we can make it work with a shooting guard that we like, I think that he's an interesting play. Newsflash: We can't. Wesley Matthews is $5,000. That's the only one that's really right in that range. You've got Wayne Ellington, Jeremy Lamb, Tony Snell, Timothy, Luawa, Luawu, Kabarit. I just completely butchered that. Yes. You want to say it? Or do you just leave, let me just hang out there? Uh, so what I do in that situation is I call him Timothy. We could just call him TLC. TLC. I love it. Okay. TLC is what we'll go with. Uh, so that, that, that doesn't work is what I'm telling you. I, I know what works. I don't want to complete the lineup all the way because I hate when I just try to push and get my way. But okay. what works. if we put Jarrell Martin at power forward, knowing that Jermichael Green is already ruled out and Deontay Davis is highly questionable for this game? Uh, that leaves you with enough money for some Kansas Jayhawks. Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Okay. So that's, now, let's just be clear. If this was a cash lineup, you would put Barton over Wiggins. Is that right? I, yeah, if it was a cash lineup, I probably would. Okay, so we've got Mario Chalmers, Eric Bledsoe, Chris Middleton, Andrew Wiggins, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jimmy Butler, Marcus Morris, Jarrell Martin, and Greg Monroe. I like that I like okay. It. Before we get yeah. to the DraftKings lineup, let's go ahead and solve for our all-tournament team. We've got Andrew Wiggins at shooting guard, correct? Didn't you give a point guard? Uh, I said Dennis Schroeder at point guard. Okay. I No, I like that one. Uh, at small forward, uh, did we talk about Josh Jackson? We kind of mentioned Josh Jackson just because of the Devin Booker news, but I, I, I think that that's a very fair, uh, very fair option if you want to go there. Okay. At power forward, I'm not sure that we have one tonight. Yeah, I, d I don't know that there really is one other than... Uh, Maybe, maybe Trey Lyles, but. Yeah, I think maybe the answer is just play Marcus Morris tonight. Yeah, forward. play Marcus Morris in, in your tournaments. You know, you have to pick two, obviously, but yeah, get Marcus Morris in your lineups for And sure. then we're going Dwight Howard at center. 
because I yes. do think with him being the most expensive player on FanDuel, he's not going to be that popular. Moving over to DraftKings, where I have already plugged in Dwight Howard and Carl Anthony Towns. Wow, We're going like- with the Twin Towers on DraftKings tonight. So Towns at center, Howard at utility, or however you want to do it. I've got Chalmers at point guard, Middleton at shooting guard, and Marcus Morris at small forward. We need some value plays. Probably want to start when we're looking for value at guard, right? Seems like that's where a lot of the value was. Uh, yeah, I think that guard is a good place to look. Uh, I do think that you can also, you know, one mid-range value is still Greg Monroe at some point, but that, you know, will, will depend on news. But let's go ahead and try and find a guard first. Um, You've given us like 17, so we just need to I, I know. There, there are a lot of them. Uh, I think that... I, I might be the most interested in Shane Larkin just because he's he's so cheap at 3400. I think it okay. It, it kind of changes everything that we're doing here. Now, I let's put Larkin in the DraftKings lineup and let's give this. This is more of a tournament lineup now. Yep. So if we find out for sure that Terry Rozier is going to play, we're probably going to be looking for a different answer. But there will be another guard that pops up as value. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be him. It's going to be a guy you barely mentioned at the beginning of the show, Wayne Selden. I think that he's also certainly going to be in play if Tyreek doesn't play. He's only 3,800. Uh, so there, there are cheap guards that you can plug in over here on DraftKings. And then we are looking for a power forward. And we've got, we're okay on money. Jarrell Martin is 4,800. Um, Captain Covington, 59. What are you thinking? Uh, I, I like it. I'm thinking uh, Greg Monroe at 56 still, probably. 56? That'll leave it's you 50. really close. Yeah, it's, 57 uh, for forward to finish things off. Uh, Taj Gibson, Batum, Thaddeus Young, Will Barton. Who's your favorite? Uh, probably Will Barton. Okay. Uh, just, you know... Whenever you're looking for a tournament play like this, you're always looking for minutes. You're looking, frankly, for high variance. And those are two things that he's got. He's got high variance. He's got big minutes. Uh, He's in a spot where he's probably not going to be highly owned because of the matchup with Boston. Um, I I think that, honestly, not having Marcus Smart out there is going to be a big help because Marcus Smart was probably going to draw that assignment. And I don't think you'll see a lot of lineups out there with Carl Anthony Towns, Dwight Howard, Greg Monroe, and Shane Larkin in them tonight on DraftKings. So our DraftKings tournament lineup, Mario Chalmers, Chris Middleton, Marcus Morris, Greg Monroe, Carl Anthony Towns, Shane Larkin, Will Barton, and Dwight Howard. I like it. Is that contrarian enough for you? It is very contrarian. It's I, I like it a lot. I think it's contrarian, but I don't think it's, like, silly. Like, I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, we like the center position. This is a spot where, you know, we talked about it on FanDuel. It's so, we like Dwight Howard a lot. We love Towns. We love Monroe. You just can't get them all in. But you come over here, you can. You know that the crowd's going to play Jimmy Butler and Giannis. We've got our exposure to them over on FanDuel. So I think this is a really smart way to diversify tonight. I, I like this a lot. I'm looking forward to celebrating Kansas night with all of my winners, winnings on FanDuel and DraftKings. And then we'll come back tomorrow on Tuesday and tell you all about it.